0: This is Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Lincoln Z. A to Z. We've chosen 52 squares at random from the Lincoln A to Z street map. E and L. And now we've got a year to visit all 52 and make a program about each and every one. Lincoln A to Z. Each week we'll be setting off on our trusty bikes to find a different grid. Lincoln A to Z. We could find ourselves in a leafy residential area, <laughs> a bustling city street, or a completely empty field. We will present our findings every week here on Siren FM as we uncover Lincoln one grid at a time.
1: Lincoln A to Z 52 grids, two men, one map, no clue.
0: Yeah, that's right. Hello and welcome to Lincoln A to Z here on Siren 107.3 FM. Siren Online on the radio player and uh, tonight on the webcam. Uh, I'm Paul Tyler, the man that won a second prize in a beauty contest today, uh, gaining me £10. Uh, Over there is the man who can't see the point of free parking but always buys the stations. It's Johnny Hall. Hi, Johnny. Hello there. Hello. Right. Okay. so uh, 52 grids and uh, this will be the fourth grid we're visiting. Uh, Where are we going tonight?
2: I'm Sarah and I, I've lived near Lincoln for about 10 years and my favourite aspect of Lincoln, I suppose, it's quite safe and nightlife's quite good. OK. OK, right. I've got um, K12.
1: K12. Yeah, that's
0: right, K-12, mainly a retail park. And uh, for the first view of this, I think we both saw, wow, there's plenty of juice in that. Um, Keep tuned in to find out what what happened when we uh, spent a drizzly Saturday morning walking around uh, a retail park. Uh, Hey, (laughs) that's not
1: a hook, I don't know what is. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM.
0: This is Lincoln A to Z here on Siren FM and uh, if you want to contact us about anything we're going to talk about tonight, tonight we're going to focus on K12, which we've labelled up uh, Valentine Road and you can get all the details uh, uh, via the website. But uh, you can text us uh, tonight 07797 800 716, which seems a bit old-fashioned these days, doesn't it? It's a bit like uh, you might as well ask someone to send a fax, no one does that anymore. It's all done through the social media, which of course we are on Twitter.
1: Hashtag Lincoln A to Z. Of course you can
0: find us on Facebook and uh, you can get interactive on our website site as well
1: Lincoln A to Z.co.uk
0: uh, right K12 tell me all about it and what's there.
1: Okay,
3: well, K-12 is basically the little road that runs parallel to Tritton Road, and it's the bit where you've got Next and Asda Home and that American golf place and all sort of the retail <laughs> parks. And the, the, the grid also takes in a tiny bit of the, is it the Crofton Road Industrial Park? I think it's The Chieftain Way, is it? Chieftain Way, Chiefton that's the one, way. yeah, yeah, and a little bit of the railway line as well. So, yeah, you'd think there'd be plenty there, wouldn't you? You'd think
0: so, wouldn't you? So, uh, Lincoln A to Z, uh, part of the uh, the, the, the gambit that, that Johnny and I do is we, we go there. We actually walk the streets, pound the streets, uh, microphone in hand, um, and this time we were wrapped up uh, pretty warm because it was it was a very chilly and cold day. So, an early, rainy morning, uh, well, drizzly, I think it's fair to say, uh, brings us to a retail park. Uh, K12 uh, is the grid number in, in Lincoln, and uh, on the face of it, when we were sat looking at sort of the contents of this site uh, and what's around here we we thought there'd be there'd be plenty to (laughs) plenty to be had plenty of pickings because there's lots here but i think once we've covered the area of retail uh, of which there is a lot of (laughs) here's a retail park uh, then we're covered so uh, we're going to have to dig quite deep on this one Uh, we're down now right next to the rail track right at the uh, at the back of the retail park uh, heavily fenced off around here of course the estate, the trading estate itself uh, has got a lot of shops on, some closing down, so it's, it's, it's kind of a contrast. There's, there, there are some, some places that are doing really well, like I, I think the sofa company, uh, they seem to be doing well, but the uh, the, game, the old game store, that's closed down now. Looking at, Actually, looking at closely at the car park, there's uh, a lot of security cameras, uh, things like that, and also, actually, uh, a tannoy. Uh, what do you think they say out of that tannoy, Johnny?
3: Uh, go and do something better with your lives and stay around here, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Looking at the uh, at the sofa company, the big sofa company, the one that always advertises its uh, its deals on the TV, uh, probably sponsors Ant and Dec, something like that. Uh, that's replaced, uh, or the site has certainly replaced where the old MFI used to be. Um, I was quite a a fan of mfi when i was a kid mfi was kind of it was always the place you'd like to come and look around and uh, you know it sold you a lifestyle it sold you a dream and i always wanted to come and actually just live in the shop so you could have a different bedroom every day uh, and the, the, you know the bedrooms for kids in these places are always fantastic
3: I doing these shops you used to actually have sets of rooms you know with walls and pictures up and books on the shelves and everything so to look like a proper room and like i say what we used to come here as kids and we used to love running around those and pretending it was our house or whatever but they they seem to just stick the sofas out in a big room now and they don't they don't bother with all the the set dressing anymore which i think is a bit of a shame but yeah on, on more than one occasion um a small child never me i hasten to say but a small child would actually use the the toilets in the uh little bathroom sets believing that it was actually a proper bathroom and uh yeah that's always nice although perhaps not so nice for the staff
0: yeah, my uh, my youngest niece has done that. So in the old, in what is now B and M, our youngest niece Chelsea, who's now uh, well, she's just about sixteen, so uh, she'll love me talking about this. Um, yeah, she, in the old Glyn Web, she uh, she she went and used the uh, the facilities in public. We're very proud. Oh dear, this is grim, Johnny. <laughs> Well, this, it has to be said, is, is one of the, <laughs> the grimmest ways to spend a, a Saturday morning. And, and uh, quite a, a horrific thing has just happened. I've just looked up in the uh, the beef burger grill, the original beef burger grill. I was hoping to get a bit of breakfast out here this morning. Um, isn't isn't open. They've decided uh, not to open when, uh, when uh, you know, a couple of radio people walking around need feeding.
3: The thing I find slightly odd is that when these sort of retail parks were first being built, they were full of things like DIY stores and, you know, pilot high, sell it cheap kind of places, which you can kind of understand. But they are, a lot of the places here, they're like clothing shops and, you know, kind of homeware things. The sort of things that's built on, you know, a sense of style or fashion or whatever. And I find it really odd that a company that is trying to sell its sense of style or fashion chooses to locate somewhere like this, which is totally lacking in any sense of style whatsoever. It's just kind of sheds. And yeah, I can understand if you're selling you know, washing machines or something, an area like this makes sense. But if you're selling clothing or nice ornaments for people's houses, why, why would somebody think to come here to buy such a thing? It, it doesn't scream style to me.
0: Well, No, it doesn't. I mean, the, the flip side of that, I suppose, if I can put that across, is that it's convenient. It's very convenient.
3: The internet's convenient, though. I mean, I'd, I'd say the internet's more convenient. And there's a lot of talk about how the internet's killing the high street. Walking around this, I don't think the internet will kill the high street. Because if you go on the actual high street, the pedestrianised areas, you get more than just shopping there's an atmosphere there's people there's human life you know there's there's buskers there's a big tissue man you know there's all this sort of real human life going on there people sat chatting on benches you come here it offers nothing but shopping it's just a place to come get stuff and go home again and to me that's where the internet's going to take over the internet's going to replace things like this i think rather than the high street where you've actually got a, a nice place to go it's more than just shopping the high street isn't it
0: it is, it is. I mean, really, what this place, this, this place is USP, it's unique selling point, is the parking. You can come here and you can park up and dive in and get what
3: you want. Problem is, though, it's, it's that very parking that makes this place desolate and horrible. You know, that, that's the trade-off, I suppose. Are we are we saying that the parking is worth spending our lives in ugly places like this? And imagine if the whole city was like this. Imagine if the actual High Street did Die and close, and this was the city. This was the whole city, and there was no actual centre. I mean, how how depressing would that be?
0: But I mean, you know what you're saying, what you're suggesting uh, would mean knocking the whole shebang down and building it up again.
3: I think that's exactly what they should do. Yeah, <laughs> right, they okay. do that now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so the thing is, I agree with you. I'm trying to get, <laughs> again. <laughs> um, the other side of that argument is that these places uh, provide employment you know there are people out here i mean generally this morning we've seen the place littered with people uh, who obviously work here uh, drinking cans of energy drink and uh, sneaking outside for a a crafty fag but they create employment and without um, too many major employers in the city retail is is the thing
3: i've got no problem at all with retail i should make this clear I, i don't dislike retail it's it's the way that it's been built marks and spencer's in town is retail Debenhams is retail. They, those are all retail as well. I've got no problem with them because they're proper buildings on proper streets that everyone can get to, whatever mode of transport they're using, and... You know, it's, it's it's the form of the place. It's the way that it's just so utilitarian and so it's quite depressing, isn't it? I mean, be honest, this is a depressing place, isn't it?
0: It is. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> I'm really, I, I you know, I, I always know where you're going to come from, and um, I'm trying to trying to find the words or trying to find even an argument for the other side of it, um, but I can't. Um, but if you, I don't know, let, let, let's let's reach out to our listener. If you believe that you know this is a, a nice area, a beautiful area, if you can find beauty in this area, um, then then please let us know okay so so beauty is something we're going to be searching for and scrambling for in this uh, desolate retail park um which is i don't know something is, at that point in time it did feel like it was something off the walking dead you know you're very very it was early in the morning now. i mean I, d- I don't know if i made that point there i think i must have made it at some point while we were there johnny that it was early in the morning it was drizzly do you think our, our mood would have changed if it had been a, you know a sunny bright day and that burger shop had been open
3: Oh, well, you know, maybe, but it, it's not an inviting place, is it? I mean, everywhere you went, there were signs on the wall saying, you know, no loitering, no parking, £50 fine, CCTV is watching you and all this. It's, it's not an inviting place. It doesn't make you feel warm and cuddly, does it? It's
0: No, it's true, but I suppose for the first time on our, on our journey, <laughs> crikey, I hope he's on the voice, he's on the X Factor. No, I'm not. For the first time on uh, since since doing this, I realised that actually it was it was quite a, a very different thing that we're doing here, which is actually stopping and looking around and in sometimes we've been been very relieved by this you know when we saw those white tags down at bracebridge when we saw uh, the lovely duck pond things like that you know things we we stopped and looked closer at have been very very rewarding this time when we stopped and looked closer um, we we were well, you were horrified, weren't you? I felt, uh, I felt, I just felt kind of numb, really. I suppose
3: it's, it's not a place I go to very often um, because, I mean, obviously it's a place that's built entirely around cars, and as you say, you can drive up, mm-hmm. park, and that. And because I don't have a car, and a third of people in Lincoln, a third of households in Lincoln don't have a car, Ooh. so it's it's only convenient if you've got a car, really. That's that's, the, that's my problem with it. As as somebody who doesn't have one, I feel a bit all around there, to be honest. I feel like this place isn't for me. A third, a third. yeah. I, I, Check the I, census. I don't believe you. Oh, Check the census. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> i check the census.
0: Lincoln A to Z. OK, now, uh, K-12 is our grid uh, this week on Lincoln A to Z. And each grid we visit, we also uh, feature the history of the area. Joanna Hughes from the Lincolnshire Archives tells us about the history of K-12.
4: Well, this area, um, lying close to the River Witham, uh, it's low-lying and liable to flooding, always has been leaving it underdeveloped for many centuries. Documents at the Lincolnshire Archives show how in the early 19th century, Lord Monson drained much of this land and created fields. Uh, Early maps show these neat rectangular enclosures and also some clay pits which would have provided the clay to make the bricks for the new buildings that Lincoln needed as it expanded. Uh, Some of those channels cut through to drain the original landscape can still be seen today as you travel along the Tritton Road into Lincoln. The industrial age changed this area completely with the arrival of the railways. The Midland, Great Eastern, Great Northern and Great Central railway companies all converged just north of here. Along with this labyrinth of railways, there also appeared all the necessary engine sheds, warehouses and sidings that came with them. You can still see some of these today around Morrisons and the university. Foundries moved into this area too to make use of the proximity to these railway links, with William Foster and company being one of the largest. Foster's made all manner of agricultural machinery from traction engines to pea shelling machines... The range and scale of Foster's output, along with those of the other great Lincoln founders, showed just how important Lincolnshire's agricultural and industrial role was in helping to feed and mechanise an ever-growing population. With the advent of two mechanised wars in the early 20th century, Lincoln's industrial know-how really came into its own, with the development of the tank being one of its greatest achievements. Tritton Road itself was named after Sir William Tritton, an engineering expert in agricultural machinery who worked for William Foster and Co. Ltd. for many years. Uh, he eventually became Managing Director in 1939. He also had quite an important role in the development of the tank in World War II. And you can see his blue plaque in Morrison's near the site of one of his factories. So just as the railways and foundries helped serve Lincoln and the country's growing Victorian population and their need for food and materials and mechanisation, so the area around Valentine Road today is continuing to serve our retail and leisure requirements with major department stores, supermarkets, bowling, restaurants and fitness centres.
0: OK, thanks to uh, Jo there. More from her next week. And uh, thanks to the constant support there of the Lincolnshire Archive. And if you want any more details, you can go lincolnshire.gov dot uk forward slash archive and uh, there was something we've uh, we sort of uh, noted a cu- and in a couple of grids I think so far Johnny is the employers in Lincoln and lack of employees. and it seemed like that area uh, and probably just beyond it but but certainly into our grid you know this is it's the rules we lay down ourselves things have to be in the grid but certainly as mentioned in that grid there were some there were some sheds there from huge huge employers and uh, it does seem that the, the the tides have turned away from engineering although we do have one major engineering employer in Lincoln uh, which which provides a lot of spin off but you know, it's not really there anymore, is it?
3: No, no, I mean, you, you get a bit of a memory of it from, I think, at the end of a big building that just kind of fronts onto Tritton Road. It's still got the Ruston's word, you know, painted across it, so you still get a little bit of that history. But I, I've, I've always had a memory, um, when I was a kid, of being kind of driven around that area um, before it was all developed, and there were all these streets and streets of houses that were being knocked down, essentially. It took me ages to work out where this actually was, but it's it's Tritton Road. Apparently, when, when Tritton Road was built, a, a whole area was flattened, about 200-odd houses. Houses, about five streets worth of houses, um, you know, streets like uh, Beresford Street, Ragland Street, Picton Street, all disappeared. The only remnant now is a tiny bit of Waterloo Road, I think it's called Waterloo Street. Is, Waterloo Street, that's the one. I yeah, used to which live kind there. of you did you? All oh, right, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, well, if, if you'd lived there about ten or well, probably twenty years earlier, you'd have been looking across at more terraced houses rather than just Triton Road. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that whole area was found and it's it's always a bit sad when you think something's been there for like 120 years, and people have been born there and lived there and died there, and then it's just gone but then when I was looking on a map I, I noticed that there's a lot of new development happening down Ruston Way just down the side where you go down to the think tank and there's the the university accommodation on one side and on the other side there are some residential areas and if you look at the street names of them you've got Bereford Street uh, Raglan House is uh, like a block of flats Picton Street so these streets that were flattened you know 30 odd years ago have now come back again I think that's really nice. Somebody somewhere in the planning department, I guess, has, has hung on to those names and I brought them back out again for the, these new houses. And,
0: and thought about it, yeah, which, exactly. you know, you, you perhaps people wouldn't get normally get any, any kind of credit for. So, uh, hey, here's a huge fact huge on the back from well the... Well done uh, planners. Yeah, yeah, yeah from, the, from, the, <laughs> from the A to Z. Okay. Uh, right, okay. Now, um, it's time to go back into the grid and uh, K-12 and it was, like we said before, you know, we don't want to go on about it too much, but it was a very very cold and drizzly morning and the, the burger van was shut. So, uh, we took a bit of shelter.
4: Uh,
0: Now, I've just taken uh, taken Johnny into the range. I thought Johnny would be quite quite shocked, uh, you know, after his, uh, his highbrow uh, requirements of a retail area, uh, I thought you'd be I, I thought you'd, well, I don't know, I was hoping you'd be horrified, but actually, you quite like that, didn't you?
3: I, I like shops where you can buy lots of different stuff, you know, I'm a big fan of Wilco's in town, a sort of place where you can buy some pick and mix, and a toilet seat, and some pet food, all in one place you know, there's, there's not many places you can do that nowadays like, like the old Woolies, you know the sort of place where you can just get a bit of everything
0: Yeah, no, I think that's your, your male gene uh, there, uh, whichever chromosome it is uh, because you just want to go into town, dash out and come out again but uh, we're walking now down to the bottom of the grid uh, there's this grid K12 we're looking at and I think we're about to stumble on maybe a couple of shining lights uh, the first one has to be uh, the Nosy Parker pub um, now in our wisdom we've come down here very early in the morning uh, to an area with a pub in it so uh, we can't really uh, you know, go and uh, lighten our mood with a drink uh, we could perhaps go and have a coffee but
3: I don't fancy that do you? I, I don't see the point in having a coffee in a pub really it's I know, it's
0: completely ridiculous um, but when the Nosy Parker pub uh, opened up I used to live just round the corner um, and it was it was fantastic it's uh, it's a shining light uh, in this area I still like it, it's but it's gone through many changes of owners uh, it used to be Tom Cobley uh, and we used to go to the pub quiz there uh, every Sunday night, we used to go to the pub quiz there, uh, and a brilliant Geordie landlord uh, would uh, give a prize out for the people who uh, who came last. Uh, he used to give half a pint out for everyone who came last, and uh, they soon, we soon cottoned onto that and uh, made sure we came in last. because There was never any chance of us winning. So we're down on Chieftain Way. Trading estate now, uh, just a little walk down the uh, the path and the cycle path uh, from the Nosy Parker pub, and uh, it's a very different trading estate. You know the, these these look like very sort of different businesses to the the, the high retail there are just uh, a few a few doors down, don't they?
3: Yeah, yeah, and this I mean I, I know I've been a bit hard on this area, I suppose, rightly so in my view, but uh, this is a bit more justified to me this kind of area because there, it's, it's builders merchants, it's warehouses, it's car repair places. You know this kind of layout, these kind of buildings suit that sort of thing i think you know you need the space you need the the parking you need all this kind of stuff um what i dislike is supposedly luxury retail trying to put itself in in ugly places like this but this is kind of more justified this is the sort of thing that these places were built for
0: yeah good honest businesses that's what you're trying to say i think exactly.
3: there's a place here called bearing transmission and pneumatics limited now is it just me have you do any concepts of what it is that company may do or what, what it is they make in there
0: No, and in a future grid, we'll talk about that. actually opposite there is where I used to work, and they've been there a long, long time, and it looks to me, in fact, I know they have, they've expanded, uh, they've doubled in size, so uh, business for your bearings, transmissions and pneumatics is obviously going well.
3: It's good to see places like that still here, because this whole area, before all this was built, was largely uh, industrial, you know, foundries and places where they made strange little metal objects that were really important, and it's, it's good to see that things like that are still happening, there's still these little industrial places, and Lincoln hasn't totally lost touch with its industrial past.
0: So, taking a stroll back up the other side of the road... Uh, now, walking past Sir Francis Hill. Now, Sir Francis Hill uh, features in another grid, uh, so we'll feature that heavily there. But quite significantly for me, I went to Francis Hill um, in 1980, 1985 to 87. Uh, when I was there, the area that we're, we're here now, you see the car sales centre and the hire shop, uh, was a playing field. They, they they took our playing field away. Um, it happened after I left the school. I, there's an argument there to be said it was a massive playing field. There's an argument there to be said that, you know, it's uh, it can be sold off, but uh, I, I don't know. It, it just doesn't seem like... The right thing to do, especially as how the school has grown as well, uh, and that's something that we'll definitely discuss when we hit the Sir Francis Hill grid. This this grid uh, may well uh, be one of our least favourite areas of Lincoln. Um, I, I don't think we're going to find an area of Lincoln that we. Uh, that we're not so keen on as as, as this um but hey you know we're we're there to be proved wrong uh it's a and it's a long journey we're on so i'm sure we'll find out i mean now on a on a drizzly awful saturday morning stood in a retail center car park the only bright thing that's uh speaking to me down here is the side of the nosy parker pub uh, which is painted a gaudy orange Uh, and maybe that's not the best thing uh, so there you go, a couple of miserable, <laughs> miserable blokes in their late thirties uh, on a Saturday morning outside a retail park. Um, but I, I suppose uh, what we said there—mind well, you, four—we're only four into our journey here, joint you Journey? I've got to stop saying that word. Uh, as producer, you must—you've got to give me like a red card or something every time I say the word "journey." It just sounds so crass, doesn't it?
3: I'll—I'll I'll slap you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: lovely. And um, so, but we are only four in, and already we think that this may well be the be the grimmest. Uh, and we, yeah, as we said earlier, we'd like to—we'd like to know uh, anyone else's opinion if anyone can see uh, any any beauty here i mean is is there anything johnny anything redeeming features for you
3: well, as I say, I quite like the, um, that little industrial estate we walked down to where it was yeah. all proper little engineering firms. I mean, that's, that's fine. I don't mind that. It's just when, you know, shops move down there. And, and the thing is as well, the, the argument is, is that it's convenient. But I'm always hearing people moaning about all oh, the traffic on Triton Road or I had to queue for, you know, half an hour to get into the car park. Or it, mm-hmm. So it doesn't even seem to work on that level.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I take your point. Well, just, mm. you know, don't go there then. Let, let no, no, I and, will. I'll and, stay away. Uh, you, d- you stay away. Keep it free for people like me.
1: Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM Find us on Twitter at Lincoln A to Z
0: Now, uh, this time last week we were in a different grid and it has to be said we weren't in that that grid However, Tref uh, did find uh, some beauty and uh, he wrote something for it and and performed it here on there Now, because Tref did that we haven't got uh, anything written by Tref uh, yet for this grid although he is telling me he's going to write one for every single grid Um, I give it a go So, um, trying to find some romance in an area that we, uh, we, we didn't actually see any on the day, so I've come away from it. Uh, looked on Google Earth, and uh, this is Terry meets Julie. Terry meets Julie on the 6.53 to King's Cross every Thursday. It goes through this grid. He'd like to be holding her hand. She'd like to be anywhere else. Josh meets Barbara when he works at the discount store. It's Josh's Saturday job in this grid. She'd like him to pull his finger out. He'd like her to get off his back. Sheila meets Paul over the counter of the bank, she pays her money in this grid. She takes any excuse to visit. He gets teased about it. Brian meets John at the back of the carpet warehouse when John delivers to this grid. He'd like to go for a drink. He'd like to go for a drink. Mark drives Chanel around in his souped up saxo. Handbrake turns in this grid. She thinks she's impressed. She just wants him to kiss her. Kevin meets all the women in the gym. His arms get strong in this grid. The ladies and some of the men get weak knees. It's all part of the job, he winks. In the pub, everyone meets everyone. It's all a blur at this grid. Memories fail over sizzling grills. And romance is burnt
4: like a steak. Terry meets Julie. Waterloo
1: Station Every Friday night But I am so lazy Don't want to want LincolnA to Lincoln Z.co.uk So someone who did get in contact
0: with us. Now, we did have... I mean, it's something I think that resembles this grid. We know we're not Radio 1. We know that. Uh, we don't... You know, interaction, uh, we get it, but it's not always forthcoming. However, I do think the grid had something to do with it this time. I, th- I think, you know, There's. it's just... <laughs> it's just nothing there uh, however someone did get in contact with us and I think sum it up perfectly now he did he did precede this with a tweet to me saying look this isn't going to what I've sent you isn't going to send the world on fire but I think he summed it up in 10 words uh, better than we're managing to do in an hour and a half this is from at Rob Rickles on Twitter and he says I always buy my carpets from Clayton's they're very good uh, what do you think of that Johnny?
3: Well, yeah, I suppose, I suppose. <laughs> that says it all, doesn't it? It's yeah, going to put you on the
0: spot, isn't it? Someone saying, what do you think to that? Yeah. But I know what he's saying by that. He, he, that, that tweet is not, you know, it's not, it's not going to win tweet of the year, is it?
3: No, no, but it says that it's a place where you go for a specific thing and then you come home again and you forget of it, that it mm. exists. And yeah, I think our problem is that we we looked into it in too much detail. Yeah, We spent a lot of time down there looking at it, trying to find something in it that just ain't there. Oh,
0: yeah, that's true, but ha- having... Us said that that is what we're going to do here. Hmm. Well, yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. we, we, we have to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it's not our fault that we couldn't find anything. Here.
1: A question of Lincoln.
0: The Siren FM choir there, just uh, just warming up at the, uh, at the cathedral, the sound of the cathedral bells before that can mean it's only time for a question of Lincoln. Just, uh, that's a D-flat there, D-flat there from, from Sharon, who, uh, who does the drive-time programmes here on Siren uh, 107.3 every Friday, 6 to 8, and uh, the woman that gave me a break uh, here at Siren, so uh, good note, Sharon, good note. Okay, now I'll hand over to my colleague, Johnny, for the first question, and this one question... Of Lincoln.
3: Okay, nice easy one for you this week. Oh, good. Uh, It's a history question. (laughs) The Jew's House on Steep Hill is one of the oldest houses in Britain. Mm -hmm. But when was it built? Okay. Okay. Easy. Is it A, (laughs) the 11th century? (laughs) (laughs) I'm giving you 100 years. I know, I know, I know. You couldn't be fairer. Is it A, the 11th century? B, the 12th century? see the 13th century 10 seconds starting now
0: okay so' it's, it's old uh, the oldest in uh, the oldest in Welling is the oldest in the oldest in the UK in the UK yeah okay that's that's very old isn't it <sighs> okay right I've, I've decided where I'm going okay uh, I'm gonna go for 11th century.
3: I'm afraid, no, it's it's the 12th century. You knew what you were doing when you wrote that, didn't you? I (laughs) did. I think a lot about the order of these. (laughs) (laughs) Me
0: too. Okay, right, so um, where does that bring the score, Johnny?
3: So I've got a point in the last. So that's, I think that's 2-1. 2-1, 2-1.
0: You're off the
3: mark. You're off the mark, okay.
0: Now in previous weeks, it could be said that I've not been taking this, uh, perhaps as serious I could, concentrating on celebrities instead of actual questions about Lincoln. Now this week, I'm... well, I'm actually going to ask a question about Lincoln.
2: Uh,
0: and a, quite specifically, a question about the uh, the beautiful building on the hill. The building that fa- <laughs> failed to be in one of our grids, so instead we have to sulk our way around a trading estate looking for something of interest. <laughs> uh, that's right, it's the cathedral, Lincoln Cathedral, although that's not its full name. Now, I've just, I'm reading this out now, and I think you know the blinking answer. Um, just... That's just how we know it, Lincoln Cathedral. According to an on-site online encyclopedia, Wikipedia, um, what is Lincoln Cathedral's full name? Is it the Cathedral Church of the Blessed Virgin Mary of Lincoln, the Cathedral Church of St Mary Magdalene Lincoln, or, see, St Hugh's Cathedral of Lincoln? Ten seconds.
3: I don't think I even need the ten seconds for this. No obviously. way! <laughs> well, I think I know it. Go anyway, I, I could be wrong. I think it's St Hugh. Is it not? No. What is it then?
0: The Cathedral Church of the Blessed Virgin Mary of Lincoln.
3: Really? Oh. <laughs> I thought I thought I definitely had that one there.
0: <sighs> right. Okay. So Hugh's um,
3: like a, a important historical figure uh, around here. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I,
3: is that why you did it? Yeah, of course. Oh. Okay. <laughs> of
0: course, Saint Hugh. Saint Hugh was a house at a school. Was it, was it? one of our houses? I th-
3: yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, there was Saint Hugh. It's t- something and, to do with uh, swans, isn't he? he Tame some swans or yeah.
0: something like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. Certainly, he was uh, involved in, uh, in in building the cathedral second time round after it got knocked down first time round. Um, but yeah, and that's you that's, really that's,
3: have that, done your research. Yeah, exactly,
0: really well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, my first question, my first question this week was going to be one about how much a taxi cost me in 1998 between Nottingham and Lincoln, um, <laughs> and then I thought, no, that's just that, that's just too far field. Although, like the Dave, uh, we, we we might end up going there before. For the end of the uh, end of the series, <laughs> end of the season.
1: Lincoln A to Z. Uh,
0: anyway, um, back to where we are. Lincoln A to Z. And uh, one thing we do, we, we go around and we examine the grids. And as, as you've already heard, uh, Johnny and I, well, I think the word, the buzzword for this grid, if if we were to do such a thing, which would be naff, uh, would be grim. But inside that grimness, there's a shining light. There's a beacon inside this grid. Something that, um, well, it, it's it's all that's good in the world, to be honest with you. Um, and here to tell us more about it is when I met with Anita Moore at the Red Cross. Let's look specifically at, at this building inside our K12 uh, grid, uh, just off Valentine Road. This is Crusader Road, isn't
2: it? It is, yes.
0: It is. So in amongst all the retail and the banks and the money and the, the, the pubs yep. and the sin <laughs> is is this shining light. Is, is this is a Red Cross office, something that people will pass? Mm-hmm. Lots of people have already told me they don't even know it's here. So what happens in this building?
2: Well, we're one of the offices that the British Red Cross have in Lincolnshire. Our main um, office is in Grantham and we run a variety of services from here so that would include the fire and emergency support which I'm involved with um, we also have our first call service um, event first aid training and a group that's set up here other services such as um, community based first aid can come and use this building therapeutic care use it for training sometimes and obviously our medical loan service as well which is run from here each day
0: OK, the medical loan service Well, that's something that my family have certainly to use recently so uh, if someone uh, breaks a leg needs a wheelchair they can come here for, for a small fee and, and, and borrow a wheelchair yes
2: they, they can um they can hire it on a week a wheelchair on a weekly basis for five pounds a week um and often people come to us when they've had a, a bit of a crisis they just need something on a very short-term loan i mean often we get people who have broken their legs especially in this um w- weather at the moment for <laughs> example um and or they've come out of hospital and just need to be able to 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 get around a little bit or the, or they have friends coming to stay with them um, who actually might need a wheelchair so often at times like Easter and Christmas we'll get uh, people coming to ask us if they can borrow a wheelchair for a while.
0: Specifically Anita you're involved uh, with the, the, the fire, fire rescue uh, service so tell us a little bit about that.
2: Right, um, fire and emergency support service is um, designed to meet the needs of people who've um, lost something through they they've lost a home through fire or flood. Um, it can be smaller fires that we attend as well so it might just be a kitchen fire or a bedroom fire but anywhere that Lincolnshire Fire and Rescue um, the crews there feel that we might be needed we come in and we offer practical support, uh, an emotional support, we're available 24 hours 7 days a week, we cover the whole county of Lincolnshire Um, we have two vehicles, one based here in Lincoln and another based in Grantham and our volunteers respond to those emergencies on a 24 hour 7 days a week basis Um, basically we're trying to to provide support to those people in in times of crisis whoever they may be or wherever they may be Um, we can come along and and do things like um, providing immediate temporary shelter we can um, assist them with contacting the insurance company or working with housing departments we can also provide clothing if it's needed Um, and obviously as I say the main thing is emotional support, there's no training when you have a fire and it's what to do next um, and that to me is one of the most important things. I've been doing this now nearly 13 years and I still very much volunteer for the service myself and especially with weather like now, you get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and think, why am I doing this? (laughs) Um, I have a nice warm bed to to stay in. Um, However, when you arrive on the scene the the, the training and the experiences that we gain as volunteers are able to assist someone in times of crisis. It means, you know, to be able to make a difference is is a Fabulous gift.
0: Yeah, and certainly you can't something you can't put a price on it. And we're in this grid. We're in uh, in K twelve now, uh, for, for, from A to Z map. What's it like? How? What, what's the feel of the place to you?
2: I- it is actually quite strange. I mean, we, we, we whenever we give directions, people are always a little surprised. We always just say, oh, "Well, behind the Nosy Parker, the bright orange pub." Yeah. Everybody knows that, but obviously, like you've mentioned before, knows you know not everybody knows that we're here. Um, and I mean, for us, you know, it's, it's fantastic facilities around. We've got good parking. It is easy to find once you've mentioned the Nosy Parker. Yeah. Um So yeah, it's it's a nice place to work and. Nice- Obviously, I can nip out for lunch wherever I want to. There's plenty of establishments nearby, so that's quite useful.
0: Okay, so Um, where would you go? Because when we toured the grid, we went down to Sue's Kitchen, which is just (laughs) a van van just down the road. We had a sausage roll there.
2: I'm a vegetarian, so I I tend to nip to local supermarkets and just get a a salad or something from their salad bar.
0: Yeah, when I was at Sue's Kitchen, it didn't seem like they had much much choice for vegetarians.
2: Uh, Yeah, it can be problematic, but yeah, I I tend to either nip nip to the local shop next door and and get a takeout.
0: So there we go. That's that's the shining light, the beacon that's inside uh, this this K twelve grid that we're we're uncovering this week, and that also actually gives us a resonance now, Johnny, to say that actually if we didn't look so hard, if we didn't, if we just strolled through this or or cycled through really quickly on our bikes and said, hump hump hump, look at all this retail shenanigans, we we wouldn't have found the Red Cross there. We wouldn't have got in contact with with a need room. We wouldn't be sort of, I, I suppose, letting people know that that, that that something really really good is amongst all that.
3: It's nice to find something that's just undeniably good, and yeah, the Red Cross is undeniably good. There's nothing negative you can say about what they do. They do great work, so yeah, that that puts a a slightly nicer light on the area. It does,
0: and because of that, I mean, earlier on in the studio, people were flying things around saying this is the grimmest when we're going to find I don't know who said that it might well have been me <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to say now because of this I mean th- for me this outweighs it all it's, it's just it's so unconditional it, you know the, the work that they do there and what they achieve uh, from that office um, is w- which everyone will either drive by cycle by and not pay the slightest bit of attention to um, is is just phenomenal you know they, they really really make a difference
1: Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM in May 2014 uh, Lincoln Inspired a put in on Festival and
0: Lincoln A to Z are part of that. We're going to be uh, exhibiting uh, 52 objects uh, as well as uh, pictures and uh, the works of art that we are currently commissioning uh, as well for the project. Um, Now, one of the objects, one of the things we have to do as we go around, we have to pick an object or find an object. Now, uh, before uh, Amy Winehouse, you just heard there, we had uh, an interview with Anita Moore from the Red Cross. Uh, Johnny, this, can you describe to the listener what this is?
3: It's um, a, a roll of bandage, isn't it? That's right. It's a roll of bandage. Okay.
0: Now, uh, as as this artwork is going on, now there's something I think we've we've said in previous weeks, you're not ultimately convinced about, it, Johnny. Am I right?
3: Yeah. It's, <laughs> a, <laughs> it's a worry that we're, we're walking around these streets and there is a temptation just to pick up rubbish because when we're, mm-hmm. we're not going to, you know, spend a lot of money buying stuff. No, um, no going absolutely to, not. Yeah. So, so we, we are kind of limited to what we can just find as we're walking around and we are probably going to end up with a lot of rubbish. But I, th- I think you've hit upon something here because you've got this from our interviewee yeah so that, that may be the way to go. Is to blag things off people who we talk to. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. what you're saying, right. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying there because
0: there's only, uh, so far on the list, we have a brick, uh, a ring pull. <laughs> <laughs> and there's only so many other things like that, that people could look at uh, scratching their chin and say, oh, yes, that's art. Uh, whereas I think, you know, what we've got here is something something real, something that means something. And uh, no doubt actually would be better used helping somebody. <laughs> uh, but in this case, we, you know, we'll be advertising the Red Cross and we'll, we'll be uh, mentioning their name uh, for sure. So.
3: Absolutely, and arguably, Triton Road is a scar on Lincoln, so we can use the bandage oh, to cover it over. You see?
0: Oh my word! I, I absolutely <laughs> love what you did there. Lincoln A to Z. Thanks for listening to the Lincoln A to Z podcast. Do you know anything about this or any of our other 52 grids? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Lincoln A to Z. Co. UK has all the information and contact details you'll need. And don't forget, the live Lincoln A to Z show is on Siren FM Monday nights from nine.